No, I mean, that's, that's exactly what, what were you going to say. No, you first. <laughs> <laughs> this is your show. You go first. Sure Things was not recorded in front of a live studio audience. Unless you count my dad. Nothing we can't handle. It's 2020, you know. Yeah, and I Zoom has a record button on it, right? Yeah, I clicked it. I think. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it'd be really awesome if we did all of this. No, please. That's my biggest fear. Record. (laughs) That's my biggest fear that that's what's gonna happen. I'm so sorry. I brought your biggest fear into life by speaking it into existence. Right. Exactly. We got to be careful. I tell my sister all the time. You know, she's like, "Oh my god, I hate this," and I'm like, "You're gonna end up hating it." Because you said it. <laughs> Even more. <laughs> exactly. All right. It says recording, though. So I think I did it. Um, I believe in your technical abilities. Thank you. Bingo. Bongo. You're welcome. Is that your yes. Zoom name? Um, you know, that's really funny. You're just saying that because I had no idea it was still that. <laughs> I literally thought I was like, wow, Kat, without even talking to me in like two years, knows that bingo bongo is one of my favorite things to say I like remember as I saw the name come on the screen I was like this sounds like him but what if this is like <laughs> some random some sketch <laughs> like logging off <laughs> hello I'm bingo bongo <laughs> exactly and then there was no screen so I was like oh my gosh <laughs> it is and it says bb bingo bongo yep it's a classic that's so funny it looks great all right, so as I told you through text, <laughs> I yes. am, we are simultaneously going to be figuring this out as I do it, but you know what, that's, that's the fun in it. That's, that is the fun in it. That's where I'm always, I'm always happy to be the trial by fire guy. So. Perfect. <laughs> Great to hear, because that's who you are today. I put up a sign so that when my dad and my sister get home, they see that I'm recording, but I feel like they're still not going to read it, so... <laughs> Sesh in progress, dad. Get out of my room. Literally, that's what I wrote. But I'm in his, I'm actually in his room, so. Oh, okay. Well, okay. I think, yeah, I think he has uh, the, the domain yeah. there. <laughs> that's why I think he's going to come in. I feel like he's going to be like, and I'll be like That's right. fair. <laughs> we'll do commercial break as soon yeah. as A word from our sponsor. <laughs> exactly. And it's just my dad making noise. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> cool things. Okay. So this is Shortings. Um, I don't know. I don't, I think I told you why what it is or like you definitely told me what it is but you didn't give me the backstory why Katrina why are we why are you doing this how dare you do this (laughs) um no yeah so I for a long time was trying to figure out how to stop talking to my sister all the time about shows because that's what I do all the time ever since I was little I'm just like yap 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 and she's like hey I don't care A beautiful bond, you two. Exactly. Have. You know, really close. Um, she's like, she'll be looking at 
like the other day we went to go look at Tesla's. She's like, you know, looking at apartments. And I'm very much like, remember that scene <laughs> from like episode <laughs> no, Remember three? that episode? <laughs> exactly. And she was like, I literally don't care. So she was <laughs> like, hey, maybe like podcast. And I was like, you're so right. Because I can't just talk to myself. I mean, I can. I do you that. definitely can. You definitely could do it. <laughs> right. It's not something I can't do. On top of all of that. We couldn't go back to Jamaica this year and I was really upset because I was really looking forward to it because it's just everything and more and I was sad so I was like you know what we're just gonna also just have Jamaica be an element somehow so and I'm yeah it was perfect you got me the whitest kid in the world (laughs) exactly (laughs) I can contribute a lot to that topic of discussion right and that's my goal though honestly is to have people who can't contribute to it necessarily or like don't perhaps don't have all the knowledge about it and then I'm gonna have my friends who I like grew up with who are also Jamaican and their parents are hella Jamaican and then you know like it's gonna be a nice little mix and balance yeah a nice blend um but I thought to begin it off too we should introduce who you are and how we know each other so people aren't just like who's bingo bongo and (laughs) my 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 name bongo comma bingo Exactly. So, do you want to say, I mean, I don't even know, you don't have to say who you are. But. I'm Mike, and I'm Kat, and this is Sure Team. Yeah, that's literally what we used to do, I feel like. Back when we used to talk about the Cat and Mike show, we'd be like, I'm Cat. And I like how everyone who, if you put that in, is going to be like, wow, they had an, their own imaginary show. They're so cool. College was a rough <laughs> time, everyone. <laughs> it was a rough time. Okay, well, I can give a little a little spiel into my my world perfect um this will be let's see okay i'm gonna wing it this is off the cuff not scripted everyone perfect Um, my name is michael and i met katrina way back when probably sophomore year in college and i think the connection probably was our mutual friend brian Uh, i don't know the specifics but one point i was applying to be an ra just like katrina And when we actually had our first, you know, normal human conversation one-on-one and not just like, oh, hey, I know your friend and you know my friend. She was saying how she thought I did a good job at RA training or uh, the RA application process. I was like, wow, Katrina is so thoughtful and she really notices things. And I thought that was really cool. And then junior year of college, the the RA gods had it (laughs) so that we were on the same RA team. And we had many laughs, many a cries, especially when we were watching the results to the 2016 election. <laughs> Katrina and I were sitting in my room at 3 a.m. because we were on duty that night, horribly depressed and just wanting to die. It was awesome. One of our best moments, I'd say. It now is one of our best moments. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then we, our friendship grew, as you heard, to the point where we would be sitting just pretending to do a show for no one alone and people would walk by and be like the hell's wrong with these kids and then we graduated and then we were talking about doing this podcast for a year and you know we don't like to rush things so we had to put the idea in each other's heads wait a year and now do it and so here we are thank you thank you Katrina you were like hey Mike you want to do this and I was like heck yeah I do nothing and then (laughs) like two weeks ago you're like, hey, we should still do that. And I was like, okay, here we go. Yep. And that's I'm how pretty it sure I like messaged you on Snap or something very informal. And I was like, hey, if I did this, <laughs> would you? Yeah. Not? And that's the best thing too, because Snapchat isn't permanent. Exactly. So like, 
you messaged probably said that disappeared forever and i just completely forgot about it until you brought it up like two weeks ago. i just do things from the gut you know like if my right. gut you're, it, you're shooting from the hip and that's honestly a, a very viable way to live life i think we can jump in hold on i'm just reading my notes you know i wrote yeah notes. read the notes and then we'll just we'll just jump into it after you read perfection okay so cool. So for this podcast and whenever I have guests on, what I'm going to aim to do is talk about a show they like. And if I remember correctly, you like the show, The Office. Correct. I like the show, The Office. Got it. Perfect. Okay. I wondered if you had a favorite episode of The Office. Because I have oh, one. Man. I have a favorite episode of every show. But You have one right off the bat? Right off the bat. Yeah. And oh, I knew man. it when I watched it too. Oh, God, that see, I wish I was that sure about anything in my life ever. <laughs> but give me yours, give me yours, yeah. and I'm gonna think while I, yeah, while you That's say, what yours. I was gonna say, I'll do mine first. Okay, so season two, um, and yes, it's called The Injury, it is the George Foreman Grill episode, and I think it's the best, in my opinion, because it was the first episode that I was like, if no one had ever seen The Office and they needed like an introductory episode, that would be the one. You get the perspective of everyone there. It starts off with Michael being a dumbass mostly and like, you know, being so earnest about the fact that he tried to like, he wants to wake up to bacon in the morning. So like, he's gonna have a Foreman grill on, like, <laughs> do me, you know what I mean? Like it starts off with that. So like, you know who Michael is. And then you also see like Jim and Pam, you see Dwight being like a tryhard. You see how everyone like kind of is annoyed with Michael. It's just perfect because if you've never yeah. seen the show before, you're like, oh, I totally get it. Like this guy, he just brings chaos to the office. And you're like, I totally understand. It, yeah, it's definitely a big personality episode. Yeah. And I love Steve Carell. So I was just like, I always say whenever other actors in the show don't make it like believable, I feel like Steve always makes it believable because he's so good at playing yeah. boss. And I also heard he has a shop in Boston, which I was like, because I think- A shop? Yeah, he has a, you know, those like, all for one kind of stores um i'm gonna say yes but you should explain <laughs> like, it to me anyways <laughs> like electronics furniture music <laughs> <laughs> that third item was kind of a struggle to get to <laughs> i couldn't think of a third thing is it actually his store like he's like yeah I... it's his store it's like a it's somewhere in boston but yeah he bought it with his wife a long time ago and they have it in Boston and it's That's just like, very confusing to me and it makes me uncomfortable <laughs> I don't know if I like that why does Steve Carell need a Costco I don't I'm not what's sure. his end game <laughs> right. connect the dots Costco world domination, world domination. <laughs> damn it Steve Carell you shabby bastard but okay so one that came to my mind and I don't even know why it did but when I thought of it, it made me chuckle. So I was like, I've got to go with this one. I think one of my favorite episodes is Gay Witch Hunt, season three. Interesting topics about this episode. One, I think that for some reason, there's so many parts in that episode that I just don't think would be able to fly today yeah. in the modern world. Very true. Um, I don't have to say them, but... <laughs> There's one in particular where uh, Michael Scott, like, is getting, you know, reprimanded by Toby for calling Oscar the F word. And I think I want to make this distinction right away. 
I don't think it's funny that he called Oscar the F word. What I think always makes me laugh about The Office is the absurdity and the idea that someone like that could exist. So what I'm really laughing at is just this guy who literally doesn't see how delusional he is and can like insist that he did nothing wrong. And I think that's where a lot of the office humor really comes from. So I always try to find that right line of being like, am I laughing at this because, you know, I'm a terrible person and I should just never see the light of day again? Or is it, you know, more about the idea that someone could just be so delusional and I really I maybe I ponder that way too much for a sitcom but I think it's important to kind of especially now just take into consideration what you find funny and sort of say you know is this why do I think this funny is it problematic do I think it's funny for the right reasons and I think The Office is a good show to sort of get your mind going in that direction especially now definitely I totally see that because I think I've heard Steve Carell say that he's like, he's also very sure the office couldn't fly today. And I, oh, yeah. Yeah, I think he's completely correct. A, I think there's some nostalgia to it. So like us who watch and or whatever, you know, it's like, we loved it so much. And yeah, it's controversial. And they, you know, <laughs> some things they do are problematic. But you knew it wasn't like, the show wasn't saying this is correct. Like you should be Michael Scott. That <laughs> wasn't what the show Right, yeah. I think it's very good that the show just isn't a show filled with Michael Scott's. You know, if you yeah. just had a show filled with Michael Scott's, you're just laughing at the, sh- the stuff they say because, you know, that's all there is. They're just hitting you with inappropriate joke after inappropriate joke. And then at that point, maybe you have a little bit more to question, like, am I laughing at the shitty stuff because I'm a shitty person? Right. But whereas if you have everyone else grounding you, sort of like keeping you in check, I think it's a good way for the office to be like, yes, we're using these kind of not shadier but you know more sensitive subjects to get a laugh but we're also very much trying to point out like this is not the way it should be like this is not what we need in real life right exactly and that that brings me that I have a point I can make about my favorite episode about that I'm so ready for this transition (laughs) so written by Mindy Kaling the injury I think if I'm correct is the first episode where someone takes off their mic it you know it goes quiet because what happens is Dwight gets a concussion and um they all convince Michael that he should go with Dwight to go you know get his um I think oh yeah and Michael's like you know being fussy about it because no one paid him attention when he had (laughs) <laughs> bubble yep. wrap but, <laughs> yep. um, but like Dwight has a real serious injury and he's like annoyed about it I think it's Jim he's like I think you should go in with him and finally Michael's like you know what whatever and he takes off his mic and I remember watching it because it, you know the set goes quiet like you can't hear anything because he took it off it does two things in my opinion so it it's funny because you remember that it's like a mockumentary um, and you're like oh that's so funny he took off his mic but then it also kind of makes you feel like you're actually watching a documentary because documentaries are about like real people, real life. He stopped being his Michael Scott self for a second. Right. Went in with him and like, you know, was there when he had this really bad injury. He says all these things and that whole episode is funny. But then at the end, you know, the mic comes off. You remember what you're watching and it feels more like friends and like. Yeah, it like it humanizes him. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that episode does a good part of that with like what you're saying with sometimes you're laughing and then you're like, oh my gosh, I shouldn't be laughing at him. But then you remember like, oh yeah, it's a show. Yeah. 
he gets corrected. You know, people like remind him and they're like, this is offensive. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They definitely, I think they do a very good job at showing that Michael is flawed. You know, they don't put him on a pedestal where they're like, Michael is the ultimate funny man. Look at him be funny. <laughs> right. It's sort of like, yeah, he's saying this stuff, but also, you know, let's not necessarily try to idolize and replicate what he's doing. And you have all the other characters around him always reminding you that that isn't the way to go, Joe Schmo. <laughs> There's, I'm rhyming again. <laughs> Why is that your default? Why do you try to rhyme? I don't know. I just, it, when you get a good rhyme, I don't think there's anything, there's no other feeling in the world. Like that one felt okay. Cause it didn't make, you know, complete, not any sense at all. Right. There's some, yeah. More word vomit. You, I when I rhyme, that's a very good sign for you to shut me up and move on immediately because I will just start rambling. As soon as I hear you try to rhyme in the editing, I'm just going to be like this section. Yeah. Cut this out. But I think that reminds me of that quote where Michael says, like, as he starts talking, he's trying to figure out, like, where the sentence ends yeah. as yep. he's already started talking. Cool, cool, cool. And then for your episode that you mentioned, too, um, Michael's <laughs> Michael's basically sexual harassment, but kissing Oscar, <laughs> his kissing Oscar was script, not scripted. So. I know. I love that. That is another reason why I picked that episode, just because that whole scene the scene that made me laugh the hardest was not scripted. <laughs> exactly. And I think it shows, again, Michael's earnestness because he thinks it's like he's he thinks he's displaying like this great understanding of like the gay yeah. community because he's like, I did it. I did it. <laughs> yeah, he's ending homophobia with one kiss. With one kiss. <laughs> I know when I see Michael Scott on the screen, I'm going to laugh. Like, how do you not right. laugh? at when he walks into the office and just shouts, I declare bankruptcy. <laughs> yes. And then it cuts to black two seconds later and Oscar comes in and goes, you can't just, <laughs> you can't just say you're bankrupt. And he goes, I didn't say it, I declared it. I love, oftentimes, like, because this is going to bring us to Jamaica as well. Sometimes I see Excellent. Jamaica, <laughs> don't you love how it's just, you know, it's just connecting, connecting. You're truly a professional. Thank you so much. <laughs> but when you watch this episode of The Office, Diversity Day, and like Michael's being offensive, it like was weirdly validating because it was offensive, but you knew it was trying to be offensive. Because at least in this way, it wasn't like they were trying to be like, trying to make a movie about Jamaica and it was like offensive yeah. because it sucked. But this way it's like, oh, they know they're being offensive. So it's like, they know this isn't what Jamaica's like. Because when Angela has Jamaica on her forehead, and I think it's Kevin who's like, you want to like, get high man or yeah. she's like no <laughs> but i think you do mom so the year that i was my first time being an ra and i got the room with weed wait did you have to be the person that pretended they were smoking the marijuana no oh the second year i had to be i had to act as someone i don't remember what it was but the first year I had to be the RA to open it. And it, it no. was, oh, it God. happened to be too, that one situation where they're like, all right, this is a single person duty call. Like, you know what I mean? Like no one else was my teammate. So it was just me. Um, and we get up to the door and it's like weed. And I was like, all right, great. Like whatever. But then awesome. <laughs> we, we opened the door and they were playing Jamaican music. And I was like, no. Oh, oh no. I was like, this is the worst. Like, that's such a Holy Cross thing to do. Right. So like those things. Oh, that's our like, college, by the way, everyone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's not just a, a phrase we say. <laughs> such a Holy Cross thing to do. 
we could have just played any music. Like, did you bring that up to anyone after? I brought it up after. I brought it up a year after because that's how I lived my life. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We're always on a year delay. And so in the moment I was annoyed and then I think I like suppressed it. You know how I always say in awkward situations, I black out. That's something I say. (laughs) Right. I hope you know I say that. (laughs) Sure, yep. So did you find that scene in the office funnier because you had that experience at Holy Cross? Yeah, I think so. Wow. And I think it's because I'm really self-deprecating in that sense. Sometimes it's funny how cringe life can be or like how awkward I can be. So that kind of thing, if I see it reflected in media, I think it's hilarious. So that's why it's funny because you're like, no one should be talking this way. And then you have my thought being so earnest and like thinking it's right. Because he was like, everyone like dig in. He was like, really go for the stereotypes. Yeah. (laughs) Like, like literally no 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 one probably has ever uttered that exactly like, like diversity day training like just really f some people shit up like exactly, just go for it exactly in um high school which i didn't even think about the fact that the office was kind of on when we were yeah to like high schoolers yeah i remember watching this uh the series finale when i was in high school yeah, it's crazy to think about it that way because I realized this with the fact I'm bringing up, a lot of people would always say parkour, parkour. And, yep. you know, like I remember, I can distinctly remember people doing it in middle school, high school. Oh God, um, that yeah, that's so 2000s. Yeah, and it's, it's very cool that I think with shows, you can kind of, they kind of have t- timestamps on them. You know what I mean? Oh they're, yeah. They're like memory books where I can remember that distinctly and it's a very quotable thing because you can just walk into a wall and be like parkour and like, yeah, you know what so, I mean? like so versatile you know what I think the person who has the most memorable quotes have to be Creed yeah and that's my when my sister wanted me to watch the show that was always her favorite character and I have oh her, my god that's so funny she's Creed Bratton in my contacts um still, oh yes yeah it's all coming back to me now yeah I think I was with you one time and she called and you were like what is yeah this? why are you getting a call from Creed Bratton <laughs> There's some more fun facts about some of the writing of the show and my episode that I picked. The episode before the injury is actually Booze Cruise. I forget about that episode a lot. I remember watching it on my last watch through of The Office and I was like, holy, like, I don't remember this episode at all. Like, I feel like I just repressed that episode. (laughs) It's very intense, but I think it makes sense because so I was reading up about it and this episode is the injury with the George Foreman girl is the one that airs right after that episode. So, or like the next week. And what happened was, I think they were really strategic. I don't know this for a fact, but I just, I'm thinking about it. We're theorizing. Yeah, theorizing. And the episode before, it's like, you kind of want to see what's going to happen between Jim and Pam because now she's getting engaged and now Jim is super sad and he tells Michael, it's this whole thing. The next episode comes around and it's this one about a George Foreman girl. And I think, (laughs) A lot of fans were like, what is this? I thought we were going to learn more about Jim and Pam. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? But it ended up being, I think, their highest rated episode that season. Have everyone be like, oh, I got to tune in next week to see what is going to happen. And then just have them like hook them with the funny episode so they come back for more. I really like how the writers were able to give everyone their own identity and make all those different interactions interesting and, you know, sort of making us want to see what's going to happen when you put two different characters in a scene. And I think that's definitely part of the like staying power of the office. Yeah. Now we have some fun little like segment questions. Yay. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that one. 
I'm just I'm just trying out, you know, seeing what fits. Nothing fits <laughs> yeah. for the record. All right. I'll make me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> the first one is so as you know, I like to make sure people are feeling great or feeling okay or good. So I want to know how you have quote unquote. So this quote is called big up yourself. And big up is a phrase that Jamaicans say when they want to big up someone, they want to compliment someone, they want to say someone's great at what they do. And then there's a phrase in Parks and Recreation where they say, treat yourself. So I combine them to say, big up yourself. Okay. So I bought myself a desk chair because I work from home every day. And I legit was sitting on like a folding chair, like one that you might see in like a church hall or something. And, you know, (laughs) my back was screaming for it to just die. It wanted out. And I was like, you know what? I guess, you know, this isn't ending anytime soon. So I should get a chair. Right. So now I have this thing called lumbar support. Ooh. Yes. It's very, it changed my whole world. You know, sometimes I take care of myself. Yeah. I showered today for this interview. Another <laughs> thing that just made no sense. I was like, I got to shower. It's like people will hear how <laughs> clean I am shower. through my voice. They're going to be like, wow, that kid is clean. His voice just emanates soap. <laughs> so I showered. <laughs> you did a really good job. Um, that's great. Okay, my Thank second you. thing is the phrase is. <laughs> no, I'm ready. I'm so ready. This segment is called Yadundi No, and <laughs> that is because it is from the word the Dundies from the office, but also yeah. Jamaicans say Yadun No. Honestly, <laughs> as I'm talking, I feel like my Jamaican relatives are going to be like. All of what you're saying is wrong. Be like, none of that was accurate. We're just gonna fly with it. My mom used to tell me she'd be like, "Please don't speak in Jamaica." <laughs> wow, damn. Very, yeah, she was like, "You're very American." But anyways, yeah, you Dundee know. So for this one, this is you giving a Dundee to someone in your life. You know, someone that you think deserves a Dundee um, for just being great, or it could be someone you saw in the media who did something great, or someone you know, from a long time ago, like anything at all. All right. I'm going to give the best host family award to the Shavs family, which is, if anyone doesn't know, that's my girlfriend's family. They let me live in their house rent free. And I really don't deserve their kindness. And I don't deserve the ability to just basically squat in their basement and just (laughs) Honestly, for all they know, I could just be down here like eating Cheetos and playing video games all day. Like they never like question, like, are you working? Like, you know, what's going on there? Like, are you like, what's your future plans? Like, they're just like, absolutely take the time you need. So I think, especially now during these crazy times, I will give best family award to them. Thank you. I'm saying that to the audience. (laughs) Okay, and then the last one is, I'd say it's a cuss phrase, but I'm not going to say the phrase. I'm just going to say what the adaption I made was. (laughs) (laughs) And it is bury me and skirt. Um, And so that is based on the phrase, Jeremy bury me from the good place, which is basically a description of something that exists, but doesn't necessarily make any sense. Or it's like something you can't really explain, but like it, it is what it is. Um, and hmm. so, yeah, so my question is, is there something that exists in life in a show or just in your personal life? It just, you can't explain it, but it just is what it is. 
Hmm. Very weird question, but I thought it'd be interesting. You know, I, <laughs> I don't even know. This is going to just sound so, this is going to sound like me, like just having like a crazy tangent moment and like something that like might seem like I have a vendetta against because it's just so specific. <laughs> but what the hell? Why is there this fruit that we call star fruit? And someone saw the star fruit and they said, you know what? That would be a really good substitute for taco meat. And who took a freaking fruit? Look it up, everyone. Okay. This is a very specific thing. I had this dinner one time and <laughs> it was tacos to my knowledge. And the people who made the tacos were like, fun fact about this chicken taco that you're eating. It's not actually chicken. It's this star fruit. Sure things does not endorse any slander to star fruit. I want everyone to know that I star fruit is not the fruit I was thinking of. And it looks to be a jackfruit. Star fruit <laughs> is like sweet and yummy and like That's why I was very confused. Yeah, nope, it is uh, called a jackfruit. Yes, I know jackfruit. That's actually a very Jamaican fruit as well. <laughs> or you like... guys use it for tacos? No, though. No, no. <laughs> Can we just pretend none of that happened? My weird deranged rant on a f- poor innocent fruit that didn't deserve very, it. Very upset, very sassy, very. I, yeah, I felt like that came from a place of just pure hatred. I, don't, <laughs> I, I blacked out for a second. I don't even know what happened. <laughs> oh, hearing that back is going to be great. Um... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like. This kid's an idiot. He thought it was a star fruit. I might as well just said like an orange. Like, you can't believe they're making tacos out of oranges. God, I hate myself. That's not a cry for help either. That's just how I make funny jokes. Ha uh-huh. ha. All right, Kat, tell me to shut up quick. <laughs> quick. <laughs> I'm rambling. <laughs> that was a very good Barry Marine scare. And I feel like that's a great, a great way <laughs> to end You <laughs> Really trying hard to make all of that seem normal, and I really appreciate it. Hey, at least we got it. We got it done. That's the important. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for doing this again, as I've said. But thank you. This is so fun, and I'm glad I had you on as a guest because I feel like you had a lot of great things to say, and you also have a great repertoire. (laughs) Aroma. Stench. 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 A great stench. Thank you. I get that a lot. I'm glad. I got to have the honor of being the first guest. You're welcome. Do you have any more little promo things you want to do before I click end? Um, I'll say bye bye, everyone. I'm not. That's my promo. Sorry, real quick. I on my end, I can't hear you laugh that much just because you're not a loud laugher. So I really hope in the final version of this, it just comes across as really awkward silence. And everyone's like, why the hell did Kat have this creep on her show if she's just gonna sit there in awkward silence because he's being such a